Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy. No, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This, this ain't for me. Well, I was like, you no. Know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay, right. All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? I am Doc Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we have to and we love to represent and uplift the black men. Black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. And once again, I am joined by black royalty. My friend, my best friend, my dog since 1977, 1978, Terrence Terry Jones, a.k.a. He might not want y'all to know that's his nickname. But Terry, what up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing, man? Great. Great. First great. of all, man, it's good to see you, man. And as I said, this is my best friend. I mean, a solid dude. The best dude that I know. Now, I know about it. Hey, T, tell the people out there that's watching and listening uh, a little bit about you, man. Where you, you know, where were you, you know, born, where you raised, where you grew up. Tell the people about you, man. Well, I was born in Whitehaven, right there on Sullivan Street, right there in the middle of Whitehaven. Uh, started off at Rainshaven Elementary. You know, we started off playing yes, sir. little league football, yeah. peewee football. Then we went on and went on off to Lanier Junior High. Left Lanier, went off to Farrelly High School. Finished my years off at Farrelly High School. Did one year of college over there at Greenville College in the Greenville. You know, you know right now, working man. Working man, man. Tough man, too, man. Going back to our childhood, bro. He says Sullivan. Yeah, that's Sullivan Street. Them Sullivan Street soldiers. First Street family. Even if you live on Sullivan. You know, if you lived on Wellwood, you still part of us. Part so, of Tim Gosson, you us, bro. <laughs> it was the first street family, brother. You, you, you was, brother. But for real, though, hey, T, just talk about uh, our neighborhood, man. I done briefly spoke on it, man, but how close-knit we were and how tight we were and how good right, of an upbringing it's, we had. It's, it's like a brotherhood. You know, we, all, we might fight today, but we're going to be friends tomorrow. You know, that's all we did when we was coming up. We always was there for each other, just like we there for each other now. Mm-hmm. You know, just a part of that brotherhood. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, I love all my brothers. You know, I do anything for them. You know, I'm a phone call away. Like I tell everybody, I'm a phone call away. And you are, man. You, you, you. Like I said, most loyal and one of the the, the the most solid dudes that I know, man. And you know, for the people I know, bro, I t- let them know how you used to let us know you were outside, man. When we were kids. <laughs> That's how we used to know you was outside. It was time to come outside, bro. I don't know what? if I can still do it, though. Man, you can still a little bit, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what he used to do. That's how we knew it was time to come outside, man. I don't care what time of day it is. Everyone come out and say, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. I'm like, okay, Terry outside, man. It's time to come outside, man. And, uh, you know, uh, I know, man, you know, hey, I was good at football, but one of the main reasons why I was able to do the things that I did was because I had a cat like you. Not a cat like you. Had you. Being unselfish, blocking for me, man, just wiping cats out, just doing whatever you needed to do in order for me to be successful. And you never even really cared about shine or publicity. But before then, people don't know you're, you know, you're really the reason I got in, into football. Because remember, you told me, I was like, no, you, we were about what, six, seven years old, something like that, maybe seven, eight. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you was like, you play for the Oilers. I said, okay, yeah. well, let me go play for Coach Scooby and the Oilers too. So I go to practice, but I'm too young. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So, you know, talk about, you know, growing up, 
playing football. For You know, Coach Scooby was a great coach with the Oilers. I was too young to play for the Oilers, so I ended up with the Redskins and Coach Harris, and we ended up beating, beating y'all ass, you know, a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So that was our fault. Yeah, you should have had me on the tour squad. But anyway, man, just talk about, you know, that experience playing football, man, especially uh, playing and what it taught you. Man, it taught me a lot. You know what I'm saying? It taught me a lot about brotherhood, you know what I'm saying, about respect. You know, it was a lot. It taught me a lot in life. In general, you know, but it was fun back then, you know, just to play peewee football. You know, it was other guys that inspired me, like, remember the time when Buster came home with the jerseys tore up? Yeah, yeah, Buster was, yeah, yes, sir, he inspired that, all that, of us. That really motivated me to want to play. Yeah. You know, but, you know, it was just fun. Fun to do. And talk about that, man, because you know, you 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 know, you know, you was always this muscular dude, man. I still remember that Reigns Haven, man. You we best friends, but at some point I had my little group in this, in my class, you had your group in your class. So we got our two groups gonna we gonna meet up and fight each other after school, but you and I walking together, like you know we finna fight, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, just Reigns Haven and that whole brotherhood, man, and you know, you was all, you know, you just this 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 muscular dude, man. I, I never understood that, man, because you you ain't just lift a lot of weights, but you was always, you know, you're rocked up, bro. Yeah, I guess that come from football, man. See, not that them shoulder pads on. Got them two days in the morning, evening. Just exercising, them push-ups, them running around, them jumping jacks. I guess all that took hold. Then, you know, back then we was eating right. Yeah, yeah. Mama was cooking dinner every day, or if not every day, every other day. We eating right. I don't know, man. I guess it's just the way life was. It was. And speaking of your mama, man, Miss Jones, and for people that don't see Miss Jones, it's mom, it's mom and dad didn't play. See, Miss Jones, you know, it, it was a like we used to try to get on Second Street. So a lot of people had fences. So in order for us to get on Second Street, a lot of times we had to go down to Terry House and kind of cut through the houses. But your mama wasn't playing it. I still don't understand how the hell she always saw us, bro, because we looking for her. Because I know a couple of times I'm like, okay, I'm finna go on cutting. Man, before you know it, Miss Jones pop out with that gold hair, bro. It's over with, bro. You getting screamed at, you getting yelled at, man. Your mom, man, talk about your mom and dad, man, because they was extremely supportive, not only of yeah. you, but me and everybody else on that street, man. Yeah. No, she was, she was considered like one of the moms of the neighborhood, you know. She was she was always there. She used to hear y'all. Y'all tried to be quiet, but you really weren't quiet. But then she, a lot of times she had that back window open. She could hear you coming. But you know it was good to have. But you know they was always there. They was always supporting me, support us, especially in sports. You know she was always there. Stayed on me about school. You know my dad. He was always there. Uh, at all my practice, all my games. You know, he used to throw his little temper tantrum if he couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Jones <laughs> sure did, man. Yeah, he did. But, you know, he was always there, you know. You know, I hate they weren't there, you know, majority of my life, but the, the time they was there, it was great. It was great. And that's why I wanted you up here, man, because, as I say, you're one of the strongest people I met because it came a point in time. Like, it's high school, right? They died. So you lose one. I think you lost your mama first, right? Miss yeah. Jones first. Then a couple of months later, your dad died in the same year, within a couple of months of one another, man. Yeah. And I'm there with you because we still growing up together. I know it was tough on me, but how did you deal with that, bro? Because, you know, you lose both of your parents at such a young... I lost one, yeah. and the whole neighborhood was there for us, but you lost both of them, man. 
Talk about the effect that had on you, bro. It was hard at first, but the support I had from my sister and them, people in the neighborhood, you know, a lot of people opened their doors up to me and, you know, played that role of my mother or my father. So, you know, it was hard at first. It was something to deal with, but I kept pushing. You know, this is something I figured my mama wanted, my daddy wanted to keep, keep going. You know, life goes on. I mean, it's hard at first, but, you know, eventually, as time gone, you know, I got over it. But, you know, like I say, it's part of life. It's just something we have to deal with and just keep it moving. And, and the one thing about you, man, is talking about keeping it moving and dealing with things and obstacles and challenges because, as I said, not only you deal with the death of your parents and within the same year, and you, you know, you this young guy, spry guy, you know, you got the, you know, you got the Hawaiian silky going on, you know what I'm saying? You're looking good. Best, you know, get voted best physique, you know what I'm saying? Because he was yoked up now. That boy was yoked up, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, um, but no, because I, I, I watched you, man, because I know how hard it was when I dealt with you, the loss of my mom, then you dealt. Because I don't know if he remember, man, I wrote you a letter, man, put it in your mailbox. You wrote me another letter, put it in my mailbox. But dealing with that, man, and I always watched you from a distance. And then when I go off to college, you were still in the neighborhood doing things. And I'm going to say this right now. I didn't say it to him before. I'm going to say it. He our power. know what I'm going to say. I want to apologize to you again, brother, because you wasn't you wasn't the best man. You wasn't one of the, the groomsmen in my wedding, and you should have been. And I was wrong. That's my bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should have been there, dog. And that was on me. I had went to college, you know, bonded with some, you know, and two of them dudes shouldn't even been, you know, in my wedding. At least two of them. You should have yeah. been there, man. So I apologize to you, brother, because you was you've been there with me forever. Yeah. So I apologize to you, man. Again, I don't. You told me I don't have to apologize, but I want to do it publicly. You should have been in my wedding, man, but you wasn't. And I'm sorry, bro. It wasn't because of a lack of a love. It's just like you know, I went to college, and but, yeah. But I like appreciate. Let it go back to what we was talking about, brotherhood. You know, you just form another brotherhood. I mean, it's all good. I'm happy to see you and Tasha together. Yeah, but that brotherhood wasn't stronger than now. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because a couple of those dudes then turned out not to be solid. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, 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 like I said, I apologize, man. You never held it against me, as far as I know, because yeah. I, I didn't apologize yeah. to you a thousand times. You like, bro, you don't got to apologize yeah. to me. But dealing with that, and then you know, now, you, you know, you had some health issues start. Yeah. And just talk about that, man. When did that start? When did you get, you know, diagnosed with, you know? Uh, I pretty much got diagnosed with my lupus first. Uh, I think I was about in my late 20s. I started breaking out, started having a skin problem. So I went to a dermatologist. They did a skin biopsy. And then that's when they found out I had lupus. Lupus is a disease. It's more common for women. Ratio is like 10 to 1 for a man to catch it. But, you know, it got to do with your blood count, blood cells. You know, my immune system is not as strong as yours. You know, I don't understand it. You know, much as I play ball, much as I've been in the sun, and now I'm at a point where I can't be in the sun for a long period of time. You know, it's something to deal with, but, you know, I just go through life with it, you know. At first, I was ashamed of it because the way my skin had turned out. I was embarrassed at first. Sometimes I used to cover myself up, cover my face, cover my head. But 
it's me. You know, I got to accept me before I can accept anybody else. I got to love me before I can love anybody. And I love me for me. Well, we know that. You know, I, I love you too, brother. You're my brother. I know you love you, man. I love me for me now. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I'm glad you got me laughing because I was about to tear up, man. And I don't be tearing up. It's like, that's, that's about the third damn episode I done teared up because, you know, when people I care about, man, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you somebody I care about and respect. But I remember when you first started getting sick, man. I ain't know what was going on with you. I ain't want to ask you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I, I see you. You know, you're going from this strong dude, and you still this strong dude. But I'm like, damn, what's, what's going on? What's going on with Terry, man? So it wasn't the fact you had to be embarrassed as far as I'm concerned, but I understand where you were coming from. But, yeah. you know, mentally, you know, going from this, you know, as I said, yoked up guy to now you're dealing with these health issues. You know, I guess what's the most depressive or, or, or down state you've been once you start having to deal with lupus and, you know, other issues that came with that? I say in the beginning stage. Like I said, I was really ashamed of. I really, you know, I'd be in the hospital sick. Everybody like, why you let me know you're in the hospital, man? Yeah. I don't. I guess you could say I didn't want the pity. Or want because I know I'm strong enough and I could deal with it. And I wanted to do that on my own. Something I want to do. You know, maybe I was wrong for that, shedding people out. But it's just something I feel that I had to deal with first. And I know, man, a couple of times, I mean, you, you've been close to death. I mean, I know yeah. I came to saw you in the hospital. And I, I, only, I broke down because I thought you was out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk about that, man. It, you know, that situation in that state because, I mean, that was tough for me, man. I know it was tough for you because seeing you like that, you know, in, in, in ICU on that bed and not knowing if you was going to make it or not, man. You know, how did you come up out of that, bro? God. Mm. That's all I can say. You know, at one point I had temperature so high they couldn't control it. Blood pressure was running up. They didn't know what to do. They constantly giving me medicine. They constantly doing this. And like I said, I guess it's the grace of God. It won my time, I guess. But then, you know, when I was in there, it was this nurse. She was off duty, but she chose to stay there with me. And she sat there and read the Bible to me. And she sat there and she prayed, she prayed. She stayed with me all night after she got off of work. And then just to have that support, that thing, they gave me a little bit more fight in me. You know what I'm saying? Even though my sister and them, my family was there, friends was there. But this lady who never did, don't even know me from the man from the moon, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She was there. And she said, it was just something about you touched me to make me stay here with you. So like I said, I think it, it's just the grace of God, man, for what I went through. You know? Some people say it's a testimony. You know, but you know, I look at it as, as life. No, God got his angels and he look out there. And I feel I'm one of them. Those are big facts, and you are, man. And uh the lupus and now you you've you've had other health issues pop up with it. You know, how you cause I know now, man, you 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 say you go to dialysis several times a week and you know, just I can't even imagine, bro. That's why you you it is a testimony, the things that you've been through and the things that you're going through. But every time I see you, dog, you're always positive, man. 
got to be positive, man. Just keep it moving. Like I said, just keep it moving. Man. I deal with it. You know, I have my good days. I have my bad days. But, you know, I just try to keep pushing as much as I can, hard as I can. You know what I'm saying? But I just go through it day by day, man, day by day. You know, some like I said, some days it take a toll on me. I had to go to work, go to dialysis, go to work, go to dialysis. It's an everyday thing. Now it's a routine. It don't too much bother me. It's, it's part of my routine. You know, some people be like, how you do it? I just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just do it. I don't want to give up on life. I, I enjoy life. I enjoy my life. So, you know, I'm not giving up. I'm going to push as long as I can push. And how long has this been part of your routine, bro? Because I know you've been, you know, dealing. Uh, I've been on dialysis now, say, about four years now. And dealing with the lupus, you know, you said like when you're late. Well, the late. lupus is pretty much under control. See, my lupus mainly affect my skin. You know, a lot of people affect their bones, you know, because of the steroids they give you. After being on steroids for so long, you start eating at your bone. I'm not on a high dose of steroids. But like I said, mine's mainly affect my skin. And how do you deal with, uh, I guess, you know, a lot of times people be out, they want to stare. Because I don't even lie. Every, every time I see you out, I'm grabbing you, I'm kissing you on the top of your head, bro. Let me, ain't nothing wrong with my guy. You know what I'm saying? For real, bro. Yeah. So, how, you know, how do you deal with, you know, stares and, you know, stuff like that, man? It don't bother me as much as it used to. But my thing is, don't it soon ask me. Just like I was in the grocery store the other day, and this man was in front of me. He was talking to this lady. And he said, he told his lady, yeah, I know. I've been burned. I've been this. This guy know what I'm talking about. I said, no, I don't. I haven't been burned. He said, oh, I thought you'd been burned away your skin. But no. No. I have lupus. That's what my skin is. You know, I'd rather for people to ask me what's wrong or what happened than assume that I've been burned. No, I haven't been burned. And it, I guess that would piss you off, though. No, it don't, it don't piss me off. It just it irked me a little bit, but it don't piss me off. But then he don't know me, so mm -hmm. I can't be mad at him for not knowing me. That's a good attitude to have, bro. How has that, you know, how has your, your, your lupus and your parents, how, how has that affected, you know, I guess, because every time I see you got a job, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and you're working hard, too, and you're working around, going to dialysis and all of those things. Has, has it affected that at all? No. Man, I'm blessed with the job I'm at. The people at my job know about my conditions. You know, they bear with me on my good days, my bad days. You know, if I'm not feeling 100%, I let them know. They'd be like, okay, get your rest, come back tomorrow. You know, they behind me 100%, and I appreciate it. I'm blessed to have that job, you know. Just, like I said, I'm blessed. And how, you know, what, what would you say to people, man? Because you are a testimony, bro. Because uh, that's not only the reason why I wanted you on the show. It's just how much love and respect I have for you and appreciation I have for you. But you are a testimony. Because there are a lot of people out there watching that are dealing with situations similar to yours, and some of them don't make it. They commit suicide or they stay in a depressive state, but you didn't allow all of that to overtake you, man. You know, what advice would you have 
to somebody that may be dealing with, you know, health problems or any kind of problems like that, man. It's especially they get, you know, misperceived and mis uh, misconceived by people. Don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. You know, pray about it. Just don't give up. Fight as much as you can fight. You know, sometimes you might need to talk to someone to help you. Or sometimes you might need that support. Don't turn it down. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just might just need to talk to someone to make you feel better, to help you push that extra little limp if you need to. You know, like I said, just don't give up. Now, when you when when you when you're when you're in your you know I guess you know your deepest and dark state you know mentally, and when you say you had your bad days, how do you make it through those bad days? Because you know you can tell people don't give up. They'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, man. But I know how strong you are. You can say, I ain't finna give up, and you just keep it pushing. But how do you deal and make it through those days where you're like, man, this is this is this this ain't what it is? It be different it's different situation. Yeah. Different situation. Sometimes I just might fuck myself up on this. Yeah. Or I might just go get in the tub and become my bones aching. There's different things I might do to get through the day. You know, some days it be like this, some days it don't. You know, a lot of times when folks see me, I'm on a good day. That's all the time, bro. I be like, <laughs> we're always happy. I, I ain't even happy all the time. Terry always got a smile on the face. Bro, you need something? No, I'm good. Terry, you need something? No, I'm good. Do, 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 do everybody know, know what your nickname is, bro? Not yeah, don't, okay, I ain't gonna say it then. That's why I asked for it. Everybody don't even know what a nickname is. I still don't know how the hell you got that nickname. I don't want to know either. Huh? Bust? Oh, Buster. Okay, Buster. For people don't know Buster in our neighborhood, Sullivan, First Street Family, Buster was like the big brother yeah. of the neighborhood and yeah. the big bully, but also the big protector. He didn't bully us. Yeah. But if he if he try to drive down Sullivan Street and you ain't just supposed to be there, Buster gonna have he gonna he gonna quiz you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you better have the right answer. But so Buster gave he, he gave you that nickname. He gave me that name. And everybody just kept calling. Then I got used to it. Got it tatted on my arm. <laughs> you know everybody gonna wanna know what it is now. You know what I'm saying? But if he don't want you to know, I ain't finna tell you. But everybody gonna wanna know what it is. But yeah, man, I was like, how you get how they okay. <laughs> Whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't now see he. He don't want nobody to know. Cass is over there. Ask, <laughs> ask, him out, ask, ask him after we get off. What you whispering for? Don't you got your mic hooked up, man? Oh, you got the mic hooked up yet? Well, we're going to do it like that. I'm going to let you tell him. Uh, okay. I, is it okay for me to tell him? You got to look at the camera, man. Look at the camera and say it's okay for me to tell him, bro. It's okay for him to man, tell him. Man, that man nickname is nuts, man. Like, what's, <laughs> how the, what, the, like what the, How the hell you get that nickname? How the hell? What the? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I know you was courageous. You was tough. You got big nuts as far as that's concerned. You cause I used to, I mean, for real, bro. I mean, seriously, man, dude was muscular, but he was shorter than me, and I was a lot bigger than him. So playing football, Terry going there, man, he finna bust, he finna bust a linebacker in the face that cleared away from me. And when he on when he playing linebacker, he finna bust your face. So you you still don't know why he gave you that nickname, dog? Oh, we used to say you got yeah, rocks in your head. Are oh, you gonna keep this? Oh, oh, <laughs> God! Some, shit, some shit I don't even know. Okay, <laughs> let me let me take a squig of water. That's funny as hell. I'm gonna keep that story to myself. I just ask Buster when he come home. Now. <laughs> see if he'll tell me, bro. You know what I'm saying? 
But no, man, hey, it's, you know, I just always looked at it as you being, you know, tough and fearless, bro, because you was always a tough and fearless dude, man. That's why I say people that know me, I could throw them hands, but Terry could throw them hands. Well, you had to throw them hands on our street, though. Cause we fought each other, but then again, it was all love in the end. You know what I'm saying? We scrapped. They don't we go. Fight other people too. Yeah, and, and, yeah. You know, we now nah, we fight that with somebody else, and now nah, we we together. But I'm just saying, okay. So so we we had to ask Buster why. You know what I'm saying? Since yeah, you now nah, I ask you, that. I ask you off camera, man. <laughs> oh shit, I, I'm I'm curious now. What the hell was you? What was y'all doing? What were y'all doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, dog. But uh, anyway, man. But seriously though, man. Much respect, much love for you, dog. Uh, you do have a testimony. Uh, I mean, people need to hear, and I be wanting them to hear and see. That's why I say, man, that's that's my dog. Ain't nothing wrong with my dog, you know. And for real, that's the only dude I know. I can I can hit him up right now. He could be in dialysis. Hey, man, let's roll. He ain't even ask no questions. He'll just be like, "Well, you want me to pick you up, at? or you what you want to pick me up at?" And he there. Well, that, that's that's a real friend. That's a true friend, man. Those are hard to hard to find, man. That's why I told you I feel I still. Still, you know, you, I still feel bad that you weren't in my wedding, man. So, you know, and I'm sorry. I was dead ass wrong for that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But anything else you want to add? Uh, uh, nuts. Because <laughs> everybody know his nickname now. You see that? Like, hey, what up, Nuts? Anything else you want to add, bro? Uh, No, not right now. Well, man, I thank you, man. I mean, you you, you, you are a testimony, man. You're strong, bro. I, you know, I, I, I want to say I don't know how you do it every day, but I do know how you do it every day because that's just who you are. You know, Mr. Jones and Ms. Jones, great people, and your sisters and them, man, and your brother, Coach Billy. You know what I'm saying? Coach Billy. <laughs> Trying to coach us up. Like, Coach Billy, leave us a hell alone, man, but salute no, to Coach. getting married on September the 4th. Okay. Well, congratulations, uh, Coach Billy, because I know you're going to watch this. We'll make sure it's out, this episode out before September 4th. So, Coach Billy, congratulations to you, man. But any, that's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Much love to you, bro. That's it. You don't want to say no shout out to no, you know, because I know you. You always, you always happy. You always keep friends with you too. You... <laughs> Dang, nah, bro. I'm good. My, just keep your head up and keep your fight. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Terry Terrence Jones, aka Nuts. <laughs> That's gonna do it for another episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. Until next episode. I'm out. What you cooking, I got it. That was good, dog. Smooth.